You're listening to the Wonderlusting Wives podcast, your podcast for escaping life's monotony, indulging in your wildest travel fantasies, and discovering the constant beauty of this ever-changing world. On today's episode, McKenna Esper takes us on a journey through a new country that we've never talked about before on the Wanderlusting Wives podcast, India. Welcome to the Wanderlusting Wives podcast. We are your navigators, Allison and Regan, and welcome to another Travel Tuesday. We have another special guest as always, and this special guest uh, is one of my friends. And a couple of weeks ago, you might have you might recall that I uh, referenced someone who uh, was like laughing along with our podcast. You're like, oh my goodness, I couldn't believe this or whatever, whatever else I was saying about like just it coming up in conversations. Well, uh, that is this friend that we have on our podcast today. And I'm really excited to have the conversation with her. We will introduce you to her in just a little bit. But before that, of course, if you haven't checked out our website yet, that's www.wanderlustingwives.com. Uh, And there you can sign up for our newsletter, find more information about us, easy links to all of our podcasts. And uh, yeah, it's just a good time over here at Wanderlusting Wise. Allie, anything from you? Yeah, so I think people have been listening and actually started to follow us more on Instagram. So shout out to you for following us finally. Um, It only took like six episodes of us telling you to follow us for you to actually do it. (laughs) But hey, I'm glad you're here. Um, but if you're not following us already, get with the program and follow us on Instagram at Wonderlusting Wives, Facebook Wonderlusting Wives Podcast, Twitter at Wonderlust Wives, and then you can always email us, and that is wonderlustingwives at gmail.com. And I know we joke about our podcast being the best gift you could give anyone, but it is true. So share our podcast with all of your friends and family. We would love for them to hear our podcast. And if you haven't already, give us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, so yeah, like I said, we have a special guest today. Uh, her name is McKenna Esper, and she's one of my good friends here in Rochester. Um, and it's kind of crazy for me right now because it's like two worlds are colliding. Uh, like my recent adult church life and my like growing up uh friend life so it's it's really cool for me to have uh well McKenna on the podcast and then Allie on the podcast of course every week but uh yeah welcome McKenna awesome thanks for having me I'm really excited to be here I listen a lot so it's cool to be on this side (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's about time we brought you on because I know that you like are catching up with our podcast and everything. So it's it's cool to not only have you as a listener on this podcast, but also as a guest now too. So you're fully entwined with everything. <laughs> Thank you. Awesome. So I know that uh, you've been preparing some stories or maybe some uh, just memories that have come up from your travels. So what have you got for us today? Yeah. So um My coolest traveling experience, I don't have a ton, but my coolest one is I got to go to India. Um, So in my undergrad experience between our junior and senior year, we would get to do something called juniors abroad. And so we got to pretty much like do like a kind of like a raffle of like where you got to go. And India was actually on like the bottom of my list because it's so hot there that I was like, I will not be able to handle it. Um, but God had other plans and that was somehow like the only option that I had. (laughs) So, um, yeah, but I actually loved it and it was like the best experience ever. Um, 
there are so many different things that I absolutely love, but I think I'm going to share two different stories. I wrote them down. That's why I'm looking down. <laughs> um, <laughs> one of the coolest things is I got to um, go to the Mother House of the Missionaries of Charity, which is actually um, founded by Mother Teresa. And there's a lot of different places you can like um, volunteer. And I got to go to one called Diadan, which is kiddos with special needs, which is something that I have a big passion for. Um, and so the first day we got to go and there was like a huge language barrier, which is very difficult. And so there was one point where we were like trying to clean the kitchen and they were kind of yelling at us because I think they wanted us to do something, but we didn't really understand what was happening. <laughs> so at one point this lady just like grabbed my hand, kind of like somehow I'm, I was the smallest person there. So they, she like kind of shoved me under the, like behind this like sink <laughs> and she was like doing like a washing motion. So I started cleaning behind the sink and she like thumbs up and like walked away. So then <laughs> the second day I knew exactly what they wanted, <laughs> which was nice. Um, but also it was just so fun because there was this one girl there um, that she had, I think she had cerebral palsy. I didn't really know, but thinking back now, I think it was cerebral palsy. And I was like able to like brush her hair and do her hair and they were like singing to her. So I was singing to her because they were telling like, it made it seem like she liked music and it kind of like calmed her down. So that was a lot of fun and I thoroughly enjoyed going there. That's awesome. Like kind of merging a personal interest and like passion and where where some of your compassion comes from. Like I know in your job that you currently have too, it's just like you have such a heart for that kind of demographic. So that's cool to have sort of those experiences completely on the other side of the country. What was that like? It was so exciting because I, I do have a passion of working with kiddos with special needs. So the fact that it was like, that was one of the two options, even though there's like, I think the Mother Teresa houses, there's like 20 of them, like we're like so many. Um, and like the two that we were able to go to was the special needs or um, kind of like a palliative care. So like end of life care. Um, so the fact that two of the options were like one was like something I really wanted to do was really cool. And I absolutely loved it. It was amazing. Something I will always cherish. And then one of my other favorite stories, but also very interesting stories was I got to go to a wedding in India. Um, and it was very interesting because it was in like this remote village that like we had to drive, I feel like it was like a few hours to get to. And what was so interesting about it was the bride was 16 years old and the husband was much, much older, which is, and it was an arranged marriage, which is also just not part of our culture. So it was very interesting to see. And I actually have pictures of the wedding because I had a camera, of course, I was taking photos and the people in India loved being in anyone's photos that they could take. Like they didn't care if you were, they were ever going to see it again. Like, I think they just wanted <laughs> to document it. Like that was their goal. And so I was in the back, obviously, because I'm like, I don't know these people, but like, I'll take pictures. And they actually like dragged me to the front so I could take photos of them. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> so that was interesting. But it was just, it was such a weird concept of seeing this 16 year old girl marry someone who was like in their forties. And it was just like, 
don't know. It was a weird concept, but at the same time, we learned a lot about their culture during the school year before we went. And so it was like, that was common. Uh, girls trusted their parents enough to like find a man that was going to be able to provide for them. Um, and it was a ve- it's a very trusting relationship between the kids and their parents. So I found that very interesting and cool. Um, and now I was thinking about it last night as I was like looking through my journal that I wrote while I was there of like, I wonder where they are now, like six years later or seven years later. Oh, yeah. I can wonder if they have kids or like, yeah, I just wonder where they are. I think that'd be cool. The other really cool thing about um, weddings in India is women who are um, married. So they everyone wears toe rings, or at least all the women wear toe rings. And women who are married have toe rings on the second toe on both feet. And if you're single, you only have it on one. So when I got married, I put one on each toe because I thought that was cute. I didn't know that. That's so cute. (laughs) Yep. So that's what I brought with me from India. Now I have two toe rings on each foot because I'm married. (laughs) That's so cool. I mean, like, and nobody would know that, like, except for you or anybody that you'd tell for, like, that's just a cool little piece that you brought with you for your own life. Like, I just love that. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah, that's something I really love about travel. Like, at least in my own experiences, like going to a church or I've gotten to go to a baptism or a birthday party in another country is the coolest thing because that's when you really get to see the culture. And I love that you had that experience to go to a wedding and now you have the toe rings to kind of symbolize, you know, your time in India. And I really think that's something special about travel. You just get to see others' lives and see how maybe they're different or the same to our own personal lives. Yeah. How was the birthday party that you went in a different country? It was quite extravagant. It was in Bolivia um, and it was a one-year-old's birthday party. And like an Instagram birthday party, you'd see here lots of fancy cakes and decor, but there were tons of people. It seemed like the whole community was there. I'm sure it was just all their family, but I was like blown away. It was like a graduation party, almost like a big white tent, lots of food. That's where I tried cow tongue, if you heard that episode. Um, so it was really cool. It was similar to you know how some people celebrate birthdays being extravagant here. But just the amount of people there was incredible. I was surprised. That's really cool. (laughs) That's really interesting. I I like this kind of thread that we've discovered a little bit here of like the cultural celebrations. And like, I mean, you take something like Christmas, for example, too. It's like it's the same holiday, but there are so many traditions or stories around it, things like that, um, as it's become a more like – like the secular aspect of um, of Christmas and everything. But it's just interesting to see this wedding in India or like a birthday party in Bolivia. And I'm wondering, McKenna, I feel like – and this is drawn from like my Cheetah Girls <laughs> phase of life. I think it was Cheetah Girls 3, One World or something where they go to India and I think there is a wedding in that movie or something. Or I know there's a wedding in Eat, Pray, Love, but like the media portrays – the, uh, these ceremonies and everything very, very elaborately and that there are a ton of people there and like the dress and everything is so specific. Like, did you find that the media representation of a wedding in India 
was pretty accurate? Like, were there a ton of people? Was the dress specific? What was what was your take on that? Yeah, I think um, since it was such a remote village, it probably was very different from the media. Um, mm-hmm. It was in a pretty, it was in like a, it, it not a tent, but it was like a wooden, it was outside. So the, the walls were open, but it was like a wooden tent. I don't know. Maybe, how what would you call that? Cabana type thing? Um, so, but, and then people were just sitting, it wasn't that big though. Now that I think about it, like it was probably just the village. Um, but the, the bride was like, it, she had a pink dress on and she had all these like different like lays and flowers and like, I'll have to send you pictures actually, Regan, and you can show Allie, like it was gorgeous and she looked so young. Oh my gosh. I need to look at those photos now that I said that. <laughs> Um, yeah, I would love to see those. We would love to see those. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, it wasn't as big as like, I feel like you would see on media, but that also could have been where it was in like a small village. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even within a country. Yeah. It's so, it's so, so true. It's kind of similar here in uh, the United States. It's like, there's a difference in like urban weddings and like the barn weddings that you see, like there's just a difference in preference too of like depending on uh, your geographic location or anything like that. Like it's it's different. Yeah, I I grew up in like the backwoods, like so like all the weddings I ever went to were like really small barn weddings or like outdoors. And recently, I went to a wedding in Chicago, and it was like three six, like not three sixty, one eighty. It was like crazy. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so yeah, just I guess within the US too. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Do you have any other favorite memories from that trip or other trips that I, you want to share with us? I don't have, I did get to go to London to uh, cheer in the New Year's Day parade when I was a senior. Um, Ooh. Yeah, that was really cool. Um, but India is much cooler. <laughs> <laughs> I did get to go on the London Eye, which was fun, and I feel like I did a lot of like shopping. <laughs> but <laughs> anyways, I have more from India. I have so much more. Um, we got to go to the Taj Mahal, which was amazing, and that is one thing I have like, above my husband because my husband has traveled so many different places, so many different places that like the Taj Mahal is what I have. <laughs> um, it's a pretty big it, thing to have. It is. <laughs> I feel like that's hard to get to. I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, <laughs> but the Taj, it was just so cool to see. And it was so fun because I don't know if you know this because I didn't know it until I went. The Taj Mahal was made, I think it was this guy named Sean Jahan. Don't know if I spelled or I'm saying that correctly. But he made it in like memory of his wife. And it was his birthday the day that we went. So we got to go in for free, which was kind of cool. And they oh. like open this special room that we got to go in. I think it, I want to say it was like where he was buried. Do not quote me on that. I could be mix, mixing up stories in my mind, but yeah, that was really cool. Um, and it was really funny because one of my friends on the trip at the time she was engaged. So we always joked. She was like, my husband better make me a Taj Mahal. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's setting this bar pretty high as far as husbands go. <laughs> right. Is it, is it, a, I think it is a seventh wonder of the world. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It, I mean, the pictures look gorgeous. It lives up to the hype. It's like better pictures don't do it justice. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> the, when, when we were there, they were like working on it. So there were um, the scalers or whatever you call them. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but I can send you pictures of the Taj Mahal too. <laughs> and now a quick word from our sponsor. Newsly is an all-in-one audio super app for iOS and Android. It picks up the most trending articles on the web on topics you choose at any given moment and reads them to you in a natural human voice. The entire web becomes listenable for the first time, all in one place. Browse articles from topics you choose and start playing. Stop scrolling and start listening. You can follow any topic as specific as you like, from sports, tech, business, science, Bitcoin, or even the Kardashians. It will find you the latest articles and read them to you aloud. And the best part, they have podcasts. Explore trending podcasts from over 80 countries. You can even find us there. I started using it as my default podcast app. They even have a digital radio. Download and use Newsly for free now at www.newsly.me or from the link in the description and use promo code WIBES. That's W-I-B-E-S. And you can get a one-month free premium subscription. You can find all this information in our description from this episode. And now back to our episode. Um, one of my other favorite things about India is bartering. Have you guys ever bartered for things? Oh, God. Not me, but I've always forced my parents to be like, yeah, I really want this souvenir. And then they'll do yeah, the bartering for me. Same. My mom is unapologetic when it comes to bartering. And I was like, okay, you're good at this. You can do it. <laughs> um. I'm oddly very good at it. I don't know if it's because I'm, like, competitive, so it's, like, a game. Um, But I also maybe it was this. We were told in school when we were, like, learning about the culture that, like, bartering is, like, their livelihood. Like, it's their game. Like, they enjoy it. I don't know if that's true. That's just what we were taught. So I think in my mind I was like, oh, okay. Like, if it's respecting them, then I'm all for it. And so – the key, apparently, what I learned was, like, you can be, like, they'll be, like, $15. And be, like, no, um, I only have, like, I only have eight. And they're, like, no, 15. And you're, like, okay, I'll just get it somewhere else. And then you start to walk away. Because, honestly, in all these different small shops, you can usually find something maybe, like, a few shops down. And so mm. they'll be, like, no, 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 come back. It's fine. It's fine. And you're, like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and if you do walk away, you just go to the next shop. Like, you'll usually find it again. Um. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. I got um, one of my favorite things that I got in India was a singing bowl. It's um, they're little bowls that have it's like has a wooden dowel type thing. And then you like ring it around and it makes like a beautiful noise. Um, I gave it to my dad because he's like he's a very musical person. Um, so I don't have it with me. But that is the fa- most favorite thing that I bought. And I only got it for like 10 bucks. And if you, I don't know if you've ever seen them in the U.S., but they're, like, super expensive, like, hundreds of dollars, weirdly enough. And I'm, like, I either, like, got a steal or, like, shouldn't have gotten it for this gym. Like, now I feel bad. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's a good deal. I know, like, I mean, I've heard of them, but only because of, like, ASMR things. (laughs) Honestly, like I okay, yeah, I, I I'm a weirdo. I like ASMR, but like I like like the like that kind of sound, those kind of sounds with the singing bowl. That's the only time I've ever heard of them. But it makes sense that they would be so expensive in the United States because it's in like that kind of spa culture mm-hmm. in our country. And the spa culture is like I'm looking at a massage and it's like $185. Like of course it's gonna be a hundred dollar singing bowl. That's ridiculous. <laughs> 
That's awesome that you got it for 10 bucks. Like, that's so cool. Yeah, that was one of my favorite bartering because they were like really high up. And I was like, well, I don't need it that much. <laughs> but eh, that was fun. Um, oh, oh, I do have a very interesting experience, which I is like one thing that I'll tell a lot of people. And it's kind of funny. Um, we were on a train going from Chennai. No, I don't know where we we're going. Actually, I wrote it randomly on my little note card. Um, anyways, we were on a train and um, it was a very long train ride. And so, of course, you probably have to use the bathroom. And so I went to go to the bathroom and you open the lid and it was just a straight hole to the tracks. Like, what? No. I'm like, if I fell through this, I would not come back. Like, I would be gone. But in the same time, I'm like, people's, like, wastes is just on the tracks. Oh. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, know, me too. I was like, should I go to the bathroom? And then I was like, we're on here for, like, another few hours. Like, <laughs> I cannot hold it. But, yeah, that, is, that was one interesting thing. I don't know if all trains are like that in India. I don't know if it was just the train we were on. But that was a very interesting thing that I was like, whew. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's definitely a, a cultural difference. Very, very interesting. And then another fun experience is we got to wash elephants, like bathe them. Ooh. Yeah. That was cool. A big ladder. <laughs> it was like – so. They would walk down into this large cement tub. And so the, like, top of the tub was with the uh, ground. So it, like, went down. Oh. So you down into the water with them. And it That's was amazing. It was up. It wasn't, like, it was very shallow. So it wasn't like we were, like, <laughs> swimming. <laughs> we were standing. But we had hoses that we were, like, washing down with. And they were just so cute. They really kind of bathed themselves because they, like, get their trunks and put it on their backs. Um, but just, like, the Who experience. Was that that you bathed them? Um, like, was it a sanctuary or something? Like, what was yeah. the holy circumstances? Yeah. Yeah, it was a sanctuary. So you we got to ride them, and then we got to wash them, which now looking back, I'm like, probably shouldn't have ridden them, like, all the things that you learned about how it's not great for elephants. Um, I didn't know much about elephants before going to India. Um, but yeah, it was like a sanctuary. Um, so that was really cool. Um, we got to go to a temple with monkeys, which in India, they, they worship monkeys. So you can't harm them and you can't, they like, you kind of have to let them do what they want to do. And our tour guide thought it would be great to give us bananas to give to the monkeys, which is great in, like, hindsight. But the banana, the, the monkeys know you have bananas. <laughs> and so <laughs> they would, like, they were, like, pulling at our bags or, like, crawling up us and, like, like trying to get to our bananas. And at one point I was just, like, throwing bananas because I, like, I don't want them. <laughs> like, they were, the monkeys were kind of scary. Um, and no one can do anything about it because you're not supposed to hurt them or harm them. Um, so, yeah, that was an interesting experience. But we did get really close to monkeys, so I have really cool pictures of them. Um, but also they were, like, climbing on people. And, like, one of my friends had, like, just gotten this, like, beautiful scarf. And it was, like, pulling at this scarf. And they were having, like, a tug-of-war fight with this small monkey. And you're like, what? 
I've never thought like this would be part of my life. Like, <laughs> before with a monkey. <laughs> That's like one of those things that you tell people and they just don't believe you it actually happened. <laughs> yeah. That's so crazy. So this temple, like, was it specifically for monkeys or like what – what was it, that situation? It was a monkey temple. So it was like, I'm wondering if now thinking about it, like if it was like a monkey sanctuary type of thing. But like, mm. it was like a whole temple. Like there were like people there. Um, They had like the snakes with the games, you know, you see that in like movies. Yeah. Yeah. Like that was a thing, which I stayed far away from because I don't like snakes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, it was this huge temple that was for the monkeys to be at. Um. They were really cool, but they were also very aggressive monkeys, <laughs> which is funny because yeah. I always think of like Abu from Aladdin, who's like <laughs> <laughs> <adorable>. so nice. <laughs> yeah, and animated. <laughs> what you mean? Not all the monkeys are animated. <laughs> I feel like I've never really he- heard like a good monkey story. Like usually, it's like oh, they were pickpocketing, or they jumped on my head, and I don't know, was pulling my hair or something. I don't know. It's always. Some crazy story involved with monkeys are not just like chill them there, like at the zoo. <laughs> Which I guess Abu is a pickpocketer. Mm-hmm. That it's is all true. coming together so- now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing, though. I feel like so many of these things that you've told us are a experiences that we really haven't heard anything like them on this podcast, and two. You say you haven't traveled a lot, but like this trip has so much weight, like the unique experiences that you had on that one trip. And I mean, we say it on the podcast all the time, but it's like, you don't have to travel a lot. You don't have to travel far, but like the experiences that come from that are like, they're yours. They're a piece of you. And these are no exception. These stories are amazing. I want to experience everything that you're, you've experienced. Yeah, I... <laughs> I'm very lucky that it was with like a school-based setting where they like had everything planned out and they had all these trips. They'd done it before, so they knew where to go. Like I would never have had these experiences on my own, like going to India and planning a trip. Mm -hmm. I don't even know how I would do that now, to be honest. Um, And I also like I always take photos, but I we had to write down everything for this because it was a school like a class. Um, and they didn't read it, but it was just like, that was part of the experience. Like you had to write down what you did. And I definitely think I'm going to start doing that. Cause looking back at it, I'm like, oh, I forgot about that. Like if I hadn't written it down, like I probably wouldn't have remembered it. Um, so I definitely want to start writing down like all my travels because it's like the small things in between that you don't really remember or think about. Definitely. Yeah. I'm curious what because we've we've talked about this before. My mom has a very distinct style of writing for journal for uh, travel journals. Allie has her own style. What's your style when you're writing? <laughs> um, I am not a good writer. I am not a writer at all, which is funny because like I, for work I have to do documentation, so I write every day. But like I am, I just like blur about like oh, we did this, then we did this, then we did this. Then we, like, it's not nice. It's not pretty. But it's like, it's like word vomit. <laughs> um, <laughs> it works, also, clearly. With this specific one, I like, I taped things into it. So like, I have a peacock feather from the Taj Mahal. That oh, I cool. Seven years later, it hasn't rotted. Like, 
Wow. Oh, here. This is the elephant place we went to. Apparently, it's called Ella Day. That's awesome. That, yeah, documenting is key. Yes. Um, I kind of like having, like, I glued stuff into it. I think that's kind of cool. I have flowers from, like, a flower I picked up from the Mother Teresa's tomb. Yeah. I like I like the idea of, of gluing stuff in. It just makes it more yeah. fun, I think. That's cool. That's something I think I need to be better about. It's like you get a ticket somewhere and I'm like, oh, well, I'll just toss that out after. I should be better about saving those kinds of things because I do have a travel journal and it's like, okay, this time we did this, then we did this. Like it's very detailed, but then I don't have anything but like the pictures that go along with it. So it would be cool to have those like little almost like souvenirs in a way that are – something you can put inside your travel journal it's not just collecting dust on your mantle or whatever I mean you don't have to go this far I even like kept like you know when your like luggage comes with like a sticker in case you lose it mm-hmm. <laughs> stuck that in there oh, wow. <laughs> Funny. that is dedication <laughs> I even wrote how long the like la- like the uh flights were that's so funny that's I was very dedicated to this journal how long was the flight because you were going from Oregon, right? Yeah. So we left. We went from Oregon to LAX. And then we went from LAX to Doha, which was, I think that one was 16 hours. Yeah. 15 hours and 48 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> to be exact. <laughs> I watched Harry Potter, Lego movie, He's Just Not That Into You, and Nanny McPhee. Those were my That movies. is an amazing range of movies. I love it. <laughs> And then we went from Doha to Delhi, and that was three hours. Wow. And watched The Intern, which I love that movie, if you've never seen it. Anne Hathaway and Robert De Niro. Oh, my gosh. Now we're into movies. And <laughs> I feel like this is a nice transition to a wild card Wednesday, whatever it is. But, uh, well, McKenna, thank you so much for sharing so many of your incredibly unique experiences. We're just really grateful that you came on and shared with us. Thanks for letting me tell it. And I've never really sat down and like talked about it. So that was really fun. <laughs> Allie, I feel like everyone says that. I love that we have we have created this platform where people can reflect and like chat through and share their stories. It's it's really fun for us and I, I hope our listeners love it too. So thank you. <laughs> Yeah, this was awesome. And I I like how a lot of people bring like a journal or a photo album with them. So it's nice for them to walk down memory lane with us and share that with all of our listeners. So hopefully our listeners enjoy it as much as we do. Uh, I know McKenna enjoys it. So at least that's one person. We've got one person that we know (laughs) enjoys it. But yeah, we, we would love to hear some other travel stories. So if you're thinking about wanting to be on the podcast, make the jump. It's not scary. I promise we are super nice. We'll We'll treat you with uh, kindness here. So reach out to us. You can check us out on the website. There's a form you can fill out. You can email us, send us a DM. We would love to hear more of your travel stories. Thanks for tuning in to the Wonderlusting Wives podcast. Come escape with us again every other Tuesday for Travel Tuesdays and every other Wednesday for Wildcard Wednesdays. Don't forget to give us a subscribe and a follow on all of our social media and wherever you listen to your podcasts. And until next time, wander on.